Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Breaking Night, a memoir of forgiveness, survival, and my journey from homeless to Harvard. There was a homeless girl who often locked herself in friends' bathrooms where she would look in the mirror all night, comparing her reflection with her mother's. Lying in bed at night, she would use her fingertips to explore the planes of her face. As they moved from her forehead to lips, she remembered her mother's embrace. Tears streamed down her face. She missed her mother very much and longed to be in her arms again. They'd had such little time together before she became a memory. This broken-hearted girl is Liz Murray, the author and protagonist of the book. Liz Murray was born in a New York slum. Her parents were desperately poor and addicted to drugs. She started skipping class. Eventually Liz dropped out of school and began living on the streets. Her life was miserable. But life went from bad to worse when she got the news that her mother had died of AIDS. She was deeply affected. Life finally hit rock bottom when her once trustworthy boyfriend began to deal and take illegal drugs. His violent mood swings and unpredictability scared Liz. When she thought about her future, she knew something needed to change. Liz decided to return to high school. That decision would change her life forever. Despite many difficulties, with hard work she finished the four-year course in only two years. She graduated with excellent grades, second in her class. She won the New York Times Undergraduate Scholarship and was accepted at Harvard University. Now an Ivy League graduate, Liz is an international speaker who travels the world and delivers motivational speeches. She urges young people to resist the temptation of drugs and gangs. Liz encourages people to pursue their dreams no matter what, and not to use childhood suffering as an excuse for not grasping opportunities. Haven Kimmel, author of A Girl Named Zippy and She Got Up Off the Couch said Liz Murray has shown us the worst and the very best of America. Many people say she has the cheeriest smile in the world. This book tells the true story of Liz's fight against destiny. It tells us how in the face of daunting hardship she did not succumb to fate. She battled the overwhelming odds against her and escaped the life of oppressive poverty. A True Tale of Rags to Riches Upon publishing, the book became an immediate New York Times bestseller. The New York Times reviewed the book as full of heart, without a sliver of ice, and deeply moving. On April 7, 2003, the film based on her experience homeless to Harvard The Liz Murray Story was released in the United States to warm critical acclaim. This film received three major nominations at the 55th Emmy Awards. In this bookie, we will tell you the story of Liz's hard work and of how she fought against the fate from the following three sections. Part 1, A Poor and Bitter Childhood. Part 2, The Hard and Miserable Homeless Life. Part 3, Hardworking High School Life. Liz Murray was born in 1980 to an impoverished New York family. Her parents met while in the party scene and fell in love. Although they were both unemployed, two daughters soon followed, Lisa, then Liz. The family lived hand-to-mouth, surviving on her mother's welfare check. Why didn't Liz's young parents work? 
They were so addicted to drugs that they had no intention of finding jobs. They spent most of the monthly welfare check on drugs with only enough left over to buy their children peanut butter and eggs. The sisters usually had eggs and ice water for dinner. The first day of each month was the happiest day for the whole family. The government relief fund would be issued and the postman would put the welfare check in the mailbox. Early in the morning, Liz would crane her neck out the window searching for any sign of the postman. When she saw him she would shout with excitement, Look, he is coming. Liz said that this task made her feel important at home. Then their mother would take Liz and her sister to the check exchange office to cash it. At the exchange office, Liz's sister Lisa played alone nearby while Liz and her mother stood in the long line. But Liz loved the long boring lines because it was some of the rare alone time she got with her mother. She would nestle under her arm and chat with her. Although her mother was always focused on the progress of the line, she would answer all of Liz's questions. This delighted the lonely little girl. In August 1985, Liz began elementary school. When she first started going to school, she made up her mind to be a good student. However, her parents' drug addiction led to them neglecting their daughters. Liz often went to school in ragged and dirty clothes, she stank, and her hair was infected with lice. Her classmates mocked her and Liz feared returning to school. Because her parents were often out all night looking for drugs, Liz's home was not a safe environment. Liz was anxious about her parents' safety. She often stayed up by the window all night waiting for her parents to come back home. She'd watch her favorite TV programs all night until the news broadcast came on at 5 a.m. when they'd finally return home safely. Liz usually fell into bed around dawn. The lack of sleep meant Liz was exhausted in class and lacked the energy to concentrate. She was unable to answer the teacher's questions, and eventually lost interest in learning. The fear of school and loss of interest in education finally led her to skipping school. She said, Some days, children at school made jokes about my messed up clothing, most days I avoided school. It's not that I never went to school, but more as I pass through the way a net passes through water, passively snagging whatever happens to drift inside. Liz's parents met when they were young and had always been deeply in love. However, a rift between them appeared when Liz was around 10 years old. That summer her parents quarreled every day, sometimes even violently. Liz's mother was suffering from serious mental problems and had to be hospitalized many times. She also suspected that her husband was being unfaithful to her and continuously accused him of cheating. He ignored her blame and suspicion which made her even angrier. Their relationship was ruined and they began to sleep in separate beds. They'd spend the rest of their lives fighting and quarreling. Later, Liz's mother began seeing a man named Brick who she'd met in the bar. Their relationship developed very quickly, and soon she wanted to move in with him. Liz was heartbroken. She begged her mother not to leave home. However, Liz's cries did not stop her mother. She eventually moved out, taking Liz's sister Lisa with her. That autumn, Liz started junior high school. The first month she was prepared and on time every day. Unfortunately she started to slip back into bad habits. At first she'd only miss a few classes, but soon she stopped going to school altogether. 
When Liz was 13 she had been absent for so many weeks and her family had failed to contact the school that child welfare took her into custody. After a series of physical examinations, Liz was sent to a diagnostic residential center run by a woman called Auntie. St. Anne's residence was a place where girls with histories of behavior problems were sent to be evaluated. The entire process took at least three months to complete. Liz recalled the experience, my time in that group home nearly a whole season comes back to me now only in flashes of smells, images, and sounds. I was for that period of time a witness more than a participant in my life. And even if I try hard, I can only remember certain pieces. These small pieces of Liz's memory are very complicated. On the one hand, for the first time in her life, she could have warm meals and was no longer hungry. She could bathe and go to sleep on time. The room smelled of shampoo and soap, she liked feeling clean. But on the other hand, she was unfairly punished after being framed by her roommate and was placed in confinement. Liz had two roommates at St. Anne's. Raina who liked chattering away and Sasha who was very quiet. One day, someone put bleach in Sasha's shampoo. When Auntie came to investigate the incident, Raina blamed Liz. Auntie ignored Liz's protests and put her in solitary confinement. Liz began to panic in the damp foul-smelling room and she had difficulty breathing. She was deeply traumatized by this and began to hate the group home. Spring came and life returned to the world. With the cherry blossoms in full bloom, Liz was finally released from St. Anne's and she never wanted to return. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.